Ho, ho, ho. What's going on, everybody? Merry Christmas. This is episode 209 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table while we talk about the outdoors. We were in the giving mood this week, so instead of, you know, just one deer camp series, we came at you with two. Uh, Tom and Frank both put down deer in the last couple weeks as we've been, you know, trying to catch up with all these deer camp series. And then right there at the end, Tom decided to reach into Santa's little present sack, and he gave us a third story. Um, Tom's been trapping for Fisher, and of course, Tom, the way his season's been going, didn't take him long, capitalized on a really big male Fisher. So we get the whole story for that too. Um, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, we had a lot of fun recording it. It's Friday night, right before our uh, Christmas vacation for work. Um, so I'm going to quit rambling. So Let's get tuned in to this week's episode. I pull up my boat and then I look dead at his antlers. I got out of the truck and when I slammed the door, I heard gobbles all around me. Alaska. Spot and sock. That is the bucket list. I agree. What's up? Yeah, that was close, Tom. I thought you were going to start us off. Well, you were off last week, so Tom and I had to... I was here last week. No, you weren't. Keith? Oh, he was here no, for was Keith. two weeks ago. No, it wasn't. No, Keith, Keith was last was week. last week. You're an idiot. Two weeks ago, Tom had to bring us in, yeah. so he was just... You missed a week, I guess. Yeah. Keith, well, it was definitely last week. Yeah. That episode's already live. Yeah. It's a good time. It was a great, great episode. So, Frank, why don't you introduce the crowd? Uh, I don't know. Hey, he should introduce crowd, us to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody knows who's here. Nick and Tom. Hey, what's going on? Glad to be in the studio tonight. <laughs> We've got a real, what's real the humdinger? Yeah, that's a good word for it. A real humdinger coming at you tonight. <laughs> it's been a while since I've used or heard somebody use the word humdinger. It's a good word. It's coming back. It's very descriptive. If you really want to invoke some power in your words, humdinger. Uh, is the way we should it. instead of the big buck alerts, it's just going to be humdinger buck alert. <laughs> no, just humdinger. Just humdinger. Just a humdinger. That's actually that could be a good way to describe a buck. Oh, that thing is a humdinger. That is a real humdinger. So where in the line of like good buck, big buck, giant, Goliath, like mega? I think any buck, any really. buck could be a humdinger. Yeah. You, you there's no size no. to a humdinger. No. I think that makes sense because it, do, it doesn't sound like it's descriptive of size, but descriptive of the time you of had. Of attitude? Yeah. So I think I was like could, that. Yeah, if you enjoyed your hunt, that's a humdinger. That's a well, because one time, like, I had it was just a little four point, but when he was scraping, his red rocket was just <laughs> flapping. So, I mean, that would have been a humdinger buck. That was, that was definitely. He a, was doing He some had humdinger. a humdinger. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I was about 50 yards from him and he was humdinging, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That hum was dinging. Yeah, yeah, his hum was dinging for sure. <laughs> oh, anyway. we are retards. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So what are we talking about tonight? Deer camp series is still going. So we, we just can't stop killing deer. Yeah, we just can't can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. So tonight we figured uh, season's coming closer to an end. Um, we've got a couple really big buck stories coming down the line. So we decide we're going to consolidate a little bit. We've got two people in studio with recent dope. Oh, jeez. Bless your penis. <laughs> yeah, there we are. <laughs> Um, we have two people in the studio tonight that uh, have recently shot does, so we thought we were going to, you know, it's Christmas time, we're in the giving mood, you're going to get two episodes for one. Can't beat that. One episode, two kill stories. That's Yeah, that's two for one. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> get it while it's hot. So, which, well, I guess, I wasn't one that killed. No, it so. was me and Tom. Wild. Sure. As could be expected. You guys are probably getting tired. This is my seventh kill story of the year. I, I apologize was, to you guys if you're getting tired of hearing my deer killing adventures. But. I was uh, I was telling Tom earlier, you know, that not not in a bad way, but his kills have just been kind of blending together. Like it seems like every time we talk, like we can't even get all of Tom's out before yeah. the next one happens. So it's uh, it's, it's been a hell of a year for you. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has been. One for the books, that's for sure. Yeah. You shot more deer this year than some people have shot in 20 years. That's a fact. Yeah. You've been on one. And it's kind of one of them deals where, like, you're like, shit, I got this figured out. And I could go, like, three years without shooting another one. Who knows? I mean, does I think you should be all right with. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to not shoot a doe. Um, anyway. Anyway. So which one of you two shot first? I uh, shot first. No. No, I shot Yeah, Frank first. shot first. Yeah. Well, then Frank, welcome back into camp. Yeah. Why don't you are. sit down at the table? Give us the rundown. What happened? So, I... There have, you were. Yeah, here I was. I've had a real shit sandwich of a season. It's not been a humdinger. It has been the farthest thing from a humdinger. Because um, the hum my, was not dinging. It was not... This is the first year in my adult life that I haven't been able to hunt as much as I wanted. Because what causes that? My job. Uh. I I got a new job and I work stupid hours for no reason. Um, What's the? uh, I think that's a Oliver Anthony quote. What a variation of. You said you work stupid hours for no reason. Yeah. Over it's seven even, hours, bullshit pay. Yeah. That's a good tune. It's not tune. even close. <laughs> it's not even close. It is a good tune, though. It is a good tune. But because I don't get out of work until later in the evening... Uh, yeah, I, it's What's funny is you work a normal shift now. Yeah, but I never have. <laughs> I've always it's, gotten it's, out at noon. Yeah, well, two. that's that's what I'm saying. So, like, you're so used to working, like, a four to noon, a six to two, yeah. to where a normal... 90% of the population shift. You're like, well, this sucks. This like, is retarded. <laughs> Why would anyone ever want to do this? So it really threw a big monkey wrench into my hunting season, and I was not at all able to hunt the way I wanted to and the way that I'm used to hunting. And it was definitely a very big barrier to my success this year. I, I was not about it. Yeah, I, whatever excuse you got to make. Because, I mean, I work 8 to 5. Yeah, but <laughs> you're used to doing that. This is the first time I've yeah, ever he, had Yeah, he's to learning do it. a new skill. Yeah, I had to learn how to budget my my hunting time because normally I have just so much of it, I don't even know what to do with it all. But 
Uh, so there you were. So there I was. We got out of work early one day just for fun. And I was like, this is going to be perfect. Because uh, girlfriend was at home. She was about to make dinner. I was like, look here. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to get out of work. I'm going to come home real quick. Put my clothes on. Why You're weren't gonna... you clothed when you got home? My hunting clothes, oh. Nick. Well, thank you for the clarification. Yeah. I thought you were home more dinging. <laughs> I was, no, not at work. I don't have that kind of job. Um, Could have different hours. Yeah, definitely very different hours. Or the night shift. Yeah. Um, so I, anyway. I, <laughs> so there you were. So there I was. I get home, change. I was like, you start making dinner. I'm going to run over, plop myself down in this bean field. Doe's going to walk out. I'm a smoker. I'll be back here before dinner's done. And she's like, it's not that easy. She's like, my family's hunted my whole life. Like, it's not that easy. I'm like, I'm going to tell you what. This is how it's going to be. You're not him. You are not him. You are not him. (laughs) So I get dressed. I was like, all right, I'll see you in a few minutes. So I peace out and head over there. I get over to the bean field that I was going to hunt. There was nothing out in it yet, which was perfect. I was expecting there to be some deer out there already. Um, But I wanted to get to a certain spot. So no deer in the field. I was happy. I get over to where I want to be, get set up. And right away, I started hearing deer like right next to me in uh in the woods but i couldn't see him i was kind of on a hedgerow and it was real thick i couldn't see into the woods mm-hmm. and so i'm just hanging out and i was there maybe 15 minutes when the first deer hit the field and there were some small does some small bucks and uh maybe 25 minutes after i got there real nice doe steps out i was like oh yeah you're you're getting the hammer. Your goose is Freezer cooked. queen. Yeah. That hum was dinging, even though she didn't have a hum to ding. It was a humdinger. Anyway. Um, you got to say it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> there you were. So she comes out. I was like, okay, that's the one that I want. And I was like, you know, I'm going to see what see about a headshot, see what that's like. And uh, got a little bit low on her, hit her just like at the base of her skull and the neck. And folded her right up right there she was cooked usually that'll do it yeah um so that was that then i was like well i'm gonna go home and eat dinner before i get her out of here because it was it's a huge bean field and it was kind of slimy and slippery because you know plowed and the the top few inches of dirt is loose and slimy we had some snow melt and some rain so it was kind of shitty to drag her through that because i didn't have any traction and i was like well i'm gonna go home eat dinner and then when Jen goes to work, I'll come back, get her out of the field. I'm going to eat. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. So I do that, and she couldn't believe it. Like I sent her a Snapchat, and she was like, you actually killed a deer. I was like, I told you I was going to kill a deer. Like, uh, everyone's shocked when Frank does. <laughs> That's not true. Yikes. Sorry. Hey, for as crappy a year as I had, I still killed two deer. So... Go home, eat dinner, Jen goes to work, I come back to get my deer, and I was like, oh, I'm going to drag her out, and it was probably a 500-yard drag no. through this field. You know what, that's, if I'm shooting a doe, it's easy access. Well, I mean, she's Yeah, in, me too, for sure. Would never yeah. shoot one on the backside of the property. Yeah. But I could, you know, it's a bean field, I can drive right up to the edge of the bean field, I was like, oh, this isn't going to be bad. But it, since it was so slippery and slimy, it kind of sucked to drag her. I was like, well, it's only the... Top two inches of dirt that's soft. I, was like, I should be able to drive. You got a out brand here. new truck. Yeah, I got a brand new 2023 truck. So I was like, I'm gonna 
I'm going to drive over to her, save myself some dragon. And boy, was that not the best plan. How far did you get before you realized that this may be a problem? Um, 80 yards. Mm. But at that point, I was like, okay. It had only gotten worse. Well, it started to get a little bad, and I was like, I better turn around. So I like tried to start turning, and my truck just kept going straight. I was like... We are committed. Yep. I'm pot committed here. <laughs> I have made I this just, decision. <laughs> I got to hammer down and get to where I'm going, and hopefully it gets better. And it did not get better. I got pretty friggin' stuck. And How far from the deer did you get stuck? 150 yards. So I start messing around, trying to get out by myself. I was like, this, is, this sucks. And I eventually, and those new vehicles, and this it's a brand new vehicle. My dash broke. So I had no lights, no radio, no nothing on my dash. My gauge cluster, everything was broke on my dash. Nothing worked. That's pretty cool. And new vehicles have traction control on and all the time. And track. Yeah, and they suck. You can't do anything the, with that. There, there are instances where it's nice, but in your if scenario you don't know right how there. to drive, they're nice. If you know how to drive... And feel what's happening. Yeah, it's the they're not necessary by any means. But no. I will say, like two wheel drive coming up an icy hill, that stability that's stability track. When I hate it the most. Well, see, you can turn off the. I um, couldn't turn it off because my dash was broke, hmm. and that's where the story gets silly. Because I'm trying to get unstuck, and you need your wheels spinning. Yeah, absolutely. But with stability track and traction control, they don't spin. As soon as they break loose, it stops your tires, and you you can't even rev your engine up. It, mm. There's nothing going on. It's a neat little feature they've added. Yeah, and normally when you start doing that, it like comes up on the dash. Do you want to shut Stabilitrack off? And normally I would be double-clicking that bitch, but couldn't do it because my dash was broke. So hmm. took me quite a bit of time and elbow grease to get— I'm surprised you didn't call anybody. I didn't want to bug anybody. You know we would have showed up, though. Yeah, but I don't want to bug anybody. And I I was still at the point where it wasn't like I was buried. I could still move Like you were making bit. progress to where you're like, okay, I can do this. It's yeah. just going to be a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to take a while. So I finally get over to the deer after like 25 minutes. I'm like, I, I, should, I, I could have been done dragging by now if I would have just done that. So I get over to the deer, load her up, and I had to stop the truck, obviously. So now I'm sitting there like, this sucks. Now I got to get going again. And there's like a big dip in the middle of this bean field. That's where she was. Probably really dry down in the bottom. Yeah. So I had a hell of a time getting back up out of this bowl to get my truck out. And... Oh, so you got it unstuck and then continued? Yeah, I was, I was that far. I might as well keep going. Like Forrest Gump. Figured I'd gone this far. Might as well keep on going. Hmm. So... Then so you got to the deer, and you're like pretty tired. <laughs> I think I'll go, go home, home now. now. Yeah, so got her loaded up and got out. And total trip was probably about an hour and a half. Well, that ain't too bad. For, But it could have been five seconds if I... You spent more time getting your truck out of the field than you did hunting. Yeah, that's a fact. It was about a half-hour hunt, hour and a half with the truck. It was a good time. Hey, and, but you laugh about it now. Yeah, and she was a big freaking nanny. She was big, though. Big old nice. nanny milker. Oh, yeah. She like was top a, toe head. She was a big one. Filled the freezer right up. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah, that's How do we do it? That's my, my most recent doe kill. Well, congratulations, Frank. Yeah, congratulations. Welcome Thanks. to the table. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Tom. Yes. 
I was there for Tom. He was. And my hunt. So start, you know, start it right. I, hold on. We're, oh, we're not at the part, that part yet. So anyway, this hunt took place. It was a Sunday night, correct? Yeah. This hunt actually took place, started the Monday before. So as you guys heard recently on an episode, I had that double down doe in one evening up at the big camp, right? So I left that camp Monday morning and headed back home, headed west. And I'm on my way home and I decide, you know what? I got to drive right past the old climber farm and I might as well hop up on stand, try and shoot a buck. So I go out to the stand. It's in the corner of the field that it overlooks our entire field. You can shoot the whole thing. Is that the one with the nice shooting rail? Yes. Very nice shooting rail. Right at knee height. It's perfect. So I'm hunting there. I'm buck hunting. And I just see a shit ton of doe. I stopped counting after 20. And I'm like, wow, a lot of deer here. So anyway, I climb down and get back to my truck, drive home. And it was still rifle season in PA. I need to interrupt you. You asked, I don't know why it just came to my mind. A couple weeks ago, you asked about a word that we used during an episode, like seeing how many times we could say a word during an episode, it was approach. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> I could have told you that. You should have asked me. You were sitting here and we couldn't remember. Oh. But it just popped into my head. Sorry, keep going. Anyway. So, where was I? There you were. I drove home. <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyway. It was. <laughs> you said it twice. <laughs> it was still rifle season back in PA. And if you're a avid listener, you know that I don't have any PA tags left. Filled them all, of course. So I decide Friday night, I'm going to head up to Climber, get everything warmed up. And I get up there, hunt Saturday, didn't see anything. Everybody else was back home trying to fill their PA tags. And didn't see anything Saturday, just some does and whatnot. And I decide... You know, I'm just going to drink some beer. So I started drinking beer. I got out of my stand, 5 o'clock dark. I started drinking beer right away. And it was probably, what, two hours before Nick showed up? Uh, about an hour. No. I was, th- I was there at 6.30. Six, anyway. Anyway. I had had about so there you were. five beers in at that point. And I had a good jag going, feeling good, feeling right. And Frank and Austin were supposed to be not far behind, but they had a little hang up. They didn't get into camp until almost 11, 11 o'clock. No, it was like around 10. No, mm, it was closer to 11. It, it was, it was after no. 10. It was, I guarantee you it was after 10 I don't know about because this. Austin's first ETA was 10 o'clock. My first ETA was nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, anyway, they don't roll until wait me late. Me and Nick are freaking ripped. Yeah, that, that we were. Luckily, Frank was sober, so he, being the gentleman and scholar that he is, offers us a ride down to the French Creek. So, of, of course... Bro, that's got to be one of the best bars ever. It's a great bar. Well, of course we do. We go right down there, and we're drinking Twisted We didn't teas. stop there. We're drinking uh, White Russians, having a good old time shooting pool. Yeah, Listen. when you guys started drinking White Russians, I was like, nobody's hunting in the morning. <laughs> this is not going to Oh, go the weather well. was bad. It was bad. Yeah, rainy, cold, windy. Trust me, I wanted to be out there 
I did. Just weren't my my tacticams were just dead in the morning. I figured there's no point. So <laughs> we we didn't hunt Sunday morning, and Nick had a graduation of a friend to go to, so he bailed out of camp. Austin works third shift, so he wanted to get some sleep before he had to go to work. It. Well, he went hunting. Austin did hunt that morning. He did. Yeah, he went to some public. I asked for proof, and he sent me a picture in the blind, and I was like, okay. Because I, I was thinking there is no way that he's actually hunting right now. Yeah, he did it. So I'm feeling right for the evening hunt. And I decided. Yeah, Tom and I took a fat nap. Yeah, we watched The Mummy. Uh, that's a good movie. Yeah. But I decide, you know what? Last day of rifle here in New York. Can't hold anything back. I'm going to shoot a doe. And so me and Frank decide, you know, where we're going to hunt. I said, well, I've seen like 20 of these bad boys Monday night, I'm going back to that stand. Frank picks what stand he's going to. So I get on stand, and there I was, okay? What time did we get on? About 2 o'clock? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, looking around, looking around, becoming one with the woods. And down in what we call the L-shaped food plot, catch a little movement, right? And they just start filling right in. There's like eight of these babies. And the Monday before, I saw one really big doe that I'm like, that's ah, a good doe. So I'm sitting there I'm like, I'm going to wait for that big one to step out again. Well, then she does. And I'm watching her. Oh, eat. speaking of, hate to interrupt you. Uh, Tom said, oh, Limpier's back. He's got a picture of Limpier. Oh, yeah? Yep. Nice. I just had to, I, I remembered it then. Yep. Had to get it out there. Limpier's back. the Orange Brigade. I love that. That's an old doe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, old. Tom. So she's out in the food plot, and there's like eight of them, and she's just towering over all of them. And I'm watching, 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 and they, they weren't going anywhere, so I'm watching. I'm like, now well, maybe a buck will come out and see what these doe are doing. Well, it got to the point where I'm like, all right, she looks like she's getting ready to leave. Well, she's standing in the food plot, and we got a trail that goes right down to the food plot. And I'm like, this will be perfect. I can drive my truck right to it. I'm going to drop her right in her tracks. Game over. So I just, I'm going to put it right on the heart and just squeeze the trigger. So that's what I do. And whoa, boom, gun goes off. I see her buckle real hard and she takes off into the woods. And now there's like eight white tails running into the, like, mm-hmm. they're white tail deer, but I saw. They're white tails, right? So it's very difficult to track which deer was yours when all you see is just tails crossing each other. Tails crossing. I'm like, oh, yeah. She's that way. (laughs) So I kind of watched what direction they ran, and I'm like, shit, I kind of thought she was going to pile up right there. So I text Frank, and I say, hey, was that you? (laughs) Classic. I love that. (laughs) I was like, shut the fuck up. I know that was you. He's like, oh, you heard it too? Must be in between us. That's my. That's, I think I said that to Keith one year up at camp. Like, he sent the, uh, like, was that you? And I was like, oh, I thought that was you. It must be in between us, but it was me. But to use that one on your friends, guys, let me know how it that's goes. That's a classic joke. So I get down there, and I had a solid rest. I watched her buckle. I knew I freaking smoked her. But I get down there, spent not a lot of time looking for blood, maybe like thirty-five seconds. And didn't find any. So you, you'd get a real thorough search then. It sounds like well, I knew she was smoked, and I was her hum had been dinged. Yeah, and I heard some crashing too. Well, that's always a good sign. 
So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to walk in the direction that I think she ran. So I made one. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, she didn't go 45, 50 yards. So I make a 50-yard loop. She's not in there. So then I expand my loop, do another half loop, and I find her piled up right by the swamp. Hmm. It's kind of downhill. I think she's momentum. She went like 80 yards, which is surprising, which I know that's not like very far. She probably like did a that. small caliber, yeah. under undercalibered for deer. Those six fives just ain't it. Well, I gutted <laughs> her out, and the uh, lungs were liquid, and the heart was in two pieces. Yeah, so. I was like, hey, Tom, you mind if I have that heart if you didn't destroy it? He's like, yeah, you can have it. He pulled it out, and I was like, all right. I Thank guess, you. I guess I'm not taking that. It was burger already. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that plan – the shot execution was right on, but the deer didn't do what it was supposed to do. So fortunately, like I said, it was only about an 80 yard drag back up to the food plot. So we get her, gut it out, get her up to the food plot. Frank and I walk back to camp, have ourselves a celebratory Jenny beer and hop in the truck, drive down to the field, load her up and called it a season on our way. Nice. Called it a rifle season. We still got flintlock and inline. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we're not done yet. I'd, I've been tags. I've been calling it, and I've been doing a damn good job calling it. But how how jolly are you feeling with Christmas? What? Like, are you in the giving mood? Yeah. Like, would you want to give a small other third kill story? A very fresh today's. Oh yeah. Like. Yeah, are you gonna sure. reach into San- not a deer? Yeah, I guess the, uh, so. Yeah, you gonna reach into Santa's sack there and yeah, see what you pull out. Or, or should we do an episode on it? <sighs> I feel like I it's feel tough like to do a full a episode. episode. Yeah, I feel like this is you know this is like a stalking stuff. Yeah. It's like I a stalking stuff. I could make it an episode. Talk about what I did and why I did it and where I did it. So you're saying you're not gonna give us an aside here? You're just gonna. So you hate Christmas? No, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> But Tom hates Christmas. There you go. Of, All right, guys. See you next week. There's a lot of moving parts <laughs> to this story. You got the the setup. You got, you know, fine. It's good. How, what what time are we at? It doesn't matter. Just tell me what time we're at. Twenty six. All right. Well, buckle in. Well, <laughs> buckle in. So, it's Fisher season. Is there anything in the fridge? I don't know. Frank, check. You can tell the story. We'll be right back after this brief message. Uh, That's not a message, Tom. It's elevator music. Is that a Kona big wave? I don't know what it is. That's there's. Is there a third one? Nope. That's all that's in there. All right, Nick. Would you like a two robbers craft hard seltzer <laughs> or an all day chill day? I know that you hate all day chill days. I hate them both. <laughs> Which one do you hate less? I hate them equal. All right, I'll take a seltzer. Wait, is that like a a white claw, or is it an IPA seltzer? IPA seltzer. Craft hard seltzer. Mm, sounds disgusting. Mm. Tom, why don't you tell your story? Mm. Feel, this is actually a pretty like good story I, because it smells like pine, and pine is heavily intertwined. It smells like a drag show. story. The drag show. <laughs> it's all berries. <laughs> I don't think you really need to understand that. <laughs> Just felt right. That's delish. Oops, all berries. 
So it's tra Fisher trapping season, Fisher cat. And I forget what we were doing. We were playing bingo, Tuesday night bingo. Wow. With my wife, Nick, and his fiance, and our good buddy, good buddy Ben and his longtime girlfriend. Ben's been on a few episodes. I don't know if he's ever said anything. Once we got anything him to talk. In, in Usually talent. he just sits in the audience. He's the, the only time we have an audience is when Ben's in studio. So we're all playing bingo, and I'm talking about setting my Fisher traps on Saturday because that's when it opened up. And Ben's like, I'll come with you. I'm like, all right, hell yeah. So my dad had planned on coming with me too. And so I tell Ben, I tell my dad, meet at the farm at 8.30. We'll get our trap set at 8.30. You can only set five. Uh. So I get out to the farm at 8.30. Ben rolls in right behind me, and we're kind of sitting around waiting for my dad to try calling him. No answer. I'm like, no. You guys we were, did close the bar down. We were elk hunting pretty late. Tom didn't. Tom, here, well, first off, Tom said he was coming, and he never showed up. That was not my fault. <laughs> oh, was, yeah. oh, yeah, that was the night we were at the hotel, and then you guys went out after I tried to. Tried talking to my wife into driving me. I mean, we we left the hotel around midnight. You We left after you left. Yeah. And it was like midnight when we left there. I went down to the Elk, and Dylan was down there. Austin was down there. My dad was down there. And we called Tom, and he's on my way. Be there in 15. Well, like 30 minutes go by, and he's not there. So Someone tells me Tom's not showing Austin up. Austin called Tom, and Tom told him he was sleeping or he's not going to make yeah, he, you was it a text that you yeah. said not going to make it? And Austin, all he replied was, "Am I reading this right?" <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Oh, that cracked me up. Yeah, my wife had to work in the morning, and I mean, fair, but we're still going to give you shit for it. She was my ride. I was in no shape to drive. <laughs> I really thought you were she making was, plans without clearing with your driver. <laughs> I thought I could talk her into it. I really did. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. There you were. So I wake up. Spry as could be Saturday morning. Me and Ben were out at the farm eight thirty, waiting for my dad to roll up. Well, he never shows up. Well, that's not true. He wasn't there, and I tried calling him, no answer. I'm like, well, he was out at the bar pretty late. He might, he might be sleeping in. So Ben and I get two traps set, and we're walking to a good spot to set our third one. And Ben's like, who's that walking through the woods? And I look up. I'm like. I think it's my is that, dad. Is that old man Todd? Yeah. So I yell for him, and he looks over, and he comes over. I'm like, what the hell happened to you? I thought you were supposed to be here at 8.30, and I tried calling you, no answer. He's like, yeah, late night at the Elk. <laughs> like, right on. So I do think that they should switch that. They they should start with a fresh name and just call it the Elk. Yeah. Back to your story, Tom. So we get all of our five traps out, and... I was using venison meat, deer meat, little scraps, ankle meat, fatty, tendon, bludgeon shit, you know, that you're not going to eat. Mm -hmm. Using that, and then I'm not even sponsored by this, so, but I'm going to say it anyway because it works so good. It's called Hellfire Long Distance Collar. It's like this hot pink stuff that really smells like hell. It's horrible. It's like, like you know, like when you're driving down the road and, like, you smell a skunk and you're like, oh, eh. Ooh. That ain't it. That 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 stings. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's like that, but worse. Nice. Yeah, very skunky. Really calls them in from a long distance, mm -hmm. if you will. And 
I'm not going to go into detail of all five sets that yeah, I did. Yeah, why don't you just show us the one that worked? Uh, yeah, well, we could have another one work. Dad's yeah. got a tag, so. Get on with it. So, if you know anything about fishers, you know that they like big, mature trees. They like pines, and they like oaks. And it's not so much that they like the oak trees, but they know that the squirrels are in the oak trees. That draws them mm -hmm. to the oaks. Well, on the farm, we have this one it, beautiful, it, I mean, Fisher Paradise. There's this big, thick swamp that I'm sure just holds all kinds of rabbits and voles and mm -hmm. whatnot. Well, that swamp transitions into big, hard oak trees. Why are you chopping up your senses so bad? Because this is this is where it gets dicey. This it's getting you're... annoying is what it's getting. <laughs> it's getting good. I was like thinking you were going to get over it, but it lasted too long. I had to call it out. A bunch of big People are going to think oaks. we're having connectivity issues. And in the middle of these oaks, big patch, big mature pines. You're losing me really fast. <laughs> so, I mean, we got this thick swamp cover for little ground animals and whatnot. We got the oak trees for the squirrels. We got the pines for the fishers to hide out in. Everything you could imagine. Perfect. So I set a trap there. A few days later, caught it. And that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the good stuff. There's no way that that's how you're going to end that. Well, you were bitching. <laughs> because you It was were... not that bad. I don't know how. So I, how, how it, it was a male. Yeah, I set yeah. the trap. I was using a cubby set. So there set. you were. Set in the cubby set, meet in the back, little long distance collar around, kind of blended it in uh, with some pine branches. And what is today? Friday? Yeah. So I checked, I set traps Saturday, checked them Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Finally, Friday, got the job done. Big 11 pound male. Humdinger, would you say? He was a humdinger, for sure. Nice. For sure, ski piece, dude. His hum had been dung? Yeah. Pretty stoked. I was walking up to my trap, and I could see there was a bunch of disturbance around it. You said it was a cubby with a conibear? Or <laughs> a foothold. Oh, it was a foothold. I wasn't listening. I heard cubby. Foothold. So, big disturbance, and I can see something laying there, and I'm like, that doesn't look like a raccoon. <laughs> It's a really long raccoon. And I get up there, I'm like... Jet block. Dad, we got a fisher. Uh, it was pretty stoked. Hell yeah. And he took care of it, took some photos. Can I hear you say jet block, nautical? No, I can't. Why? Can't do it. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's my... Uh, so I, I didn't realize Dad I'm was sorry out the radio. I couldn't give you a more in-depth... Nick didn't want me to... He said, you can't make a whole episode out of it, but whatever. Well, now that you've trapped a few fisher, maybe... Next year, we'll think ahead, and you can have a whole seminar on fisher trapping before the season. Nick, I'll do are you a how the only one video. at the table that's never caught a fisher? I'm the only one at the table that's never tried to catch a fisher. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Anyway. 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 Great episode. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was Friday night, right before Christmas. I tell you what, Tom, keep the headphones on. No, Would you? I'm over it. I'm st I can still hear you without the headphones. Are you sure? Positive. It's a big table. Yeah. But we are just two days away from the uh, 
the Myers Christmas celebration. That mm-hmm. is one of my that that falls probably right behind. You gonna share what your present is? I think our guests would love it. Should I give it away on here? Does Frank know? No, I don't know. Oh, I don't no, want to know. No, no. You don't want to know? No. It's hilarious. I don't want to know. Hilarious. It is absolutely useless to anyone in the family, but it is hilarious. I Grandma can't. and Grandpa will not mm. find the humor. No, they will not. <laughs> it's not in a, It's a little inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see it. I, I'll, let me just give you this. I The night Tom and I got extremely drunk at the cabin and then you took us to French Creek, that's the night I bought it. So you bought it at French Creek? No, no, or I bought it online. online. Oh, oh, but I had okay. drunk mind buying things online. That's that's, that's what brilliant. happened. Um, so yeah, we'll share that next week. But I was gonna say that party is probably right with or maybe slightly behind the Palooza for me. Like in yeah. fun parties for the week that's, or the year. That's a good party. It's a great. I have a real good time. Yeah, I might so. throw up in my uncle's driveway. Who Done knows? It before. <laughs> Could do it again. Um, but on that note, I will turn it over to Tom real quick to make sure he doesn't need to interrupt me before I close. No, all I got to say is if it's fisher season in your area, make sure you're getting some metal in the ground. Mm-hmm. I, can I say something? I just yeah. want to say Merry Christmas to all that's, of our listeners. That's here. what I was hoping Tom was going to say too, but yeah. he didn't. I he figured, hates Christmas. I figured someone was going to do hate it. Christmas. I'll yeah. say in a happy new year. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and and I, happy I will. Happy Hanukkah if you're Jewish. So I don't know the full age demographic for everybody that listens to the podcast, but um, if you're a little bit younger and you're getting ready to put out, you know, the cookies and milk for Santa, put out a bush light. Santa needs the bush light to help fuel the rest of his trip. So on that note, Merry Christmas and get outside. Merry Christmas.
Oh, yeah. Keith's just one of them guys that um, always seems to have the right answer when you're not mm-hmm. sure what to do. But, uh, yeah, it was great to have him on. We hope you guys enjoyed that story as much as we did mm-hmm. um, listening to it. But uh, I'll give Tom the opportunity to close anything out before he interrupts me when I do my real closeout. No. Nope. Good this week. Thanks All right. So. On that note, um, if you're still hunting, a uh, little jealous of you. Our seasons are closed up right now, but they're coming back soon. So... If you can, make sure you guys are all still getting outside.